the heart of Shasha. Pulse 95. A story to tell. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure 2019. Pulse 95 in the frame. In the frame. Hello and good afternoon and welcome to Pulse95 Radio. We're going live across the UAE highlighting all the great moments and celebrating the world of photography here at the Exposure 4th Edition. And uh, it's really going to be the wildlife hour here because we're going to be interviewing a lot of wildlife photographers starting with Will Berard Lucas. So uh, as to give a little bit of a heads up who, who he is, he is a professional wildlife photographer from the UK who enjoys photographing uh, wildlife all around all around the world. But specifically, African wildlife has become his primary focus in recent years. He's also passionate about wildlife conservation and partnered up with a number of conservation organizations around the world, donating his time and all his photos to help uh, to help them with fundraising activities and we have you here with us welcome will thank you very much for having me it's a great honor for me to be here at exposure and in charger this is your first time being here at the exposure right yes this is uh, my first year but i already know i would love to come back in future years yes um the exposure is um especially this year we're celebrating the four themes the arts adventure emotions and specifically life and that's where you come in with your exhibition and your upcoming seminar, the um, the, the remote uh, remote adventures. Remote yes. adventures. I've I've taken a gander at your gallery and uh, the the land of giants. What a phenomenal art gallery! One thing for me personally, uh, I'll just share this real quick. I know Aisha wants <laughs> to step in. Is just the like when you step in and you see the pictures. Uh, the feeling of monstrosity, like the feeling of everything being bigger than life yeah. with the, the, the pictures you've captured with the elephants. That's what I really tried to convey, just how magnificent, you know, the grandeur of these elephants. And so that's why I chose to photograph them from a very low down vantage point. So they're literally towering over the camera uh, in all the pictures. Mm. And of course, these ideas did not come out of nowhere. We'd like to know why Africa and why African giants in particular? Mm. Like what yeah. about the wildlife in Africa that pulled you all the way there, dragged you all the way from the UK to the, to the vast expanses of Africa? Yeah, so my love affair with Africa really started at a very young age. Um, mm -hmm. When I was three, we moved to Tanzania for three and a half years with my father's work. And so my earliest memories are really from that time of going on safari, and of experiencing wild Africa and ever since then it's been part of my identity and so I never realized at the time I'd be able to make a living by photographing wildlife um, at, but over the years um, as I've been able to develop as a wildlife photographer and eventually make it my career I'm now lucky enough to be able to spend a large portion of my time out in Africa photographing these animals that I feel so passionately about. Now I'm, I'm going to talk about the animals in a bit but I have this one question and I'd love you to tell us all the details about it. And that is the beetle cam, yeah. is it? Because I was at the previewing event and you showed us a small video and I was laughing so <laughs> hard. 
basically the video cam is what you use to take photographs, isn't it? Exactly. So as I was getting into wildlife photography, I realized I needed to show people things they hadn't seen before. And one perspective that really appealed to me was getting as close as possible to my wild subjects and exchanging that long telephoto lens for a wide angle. And for me, this created a perspective that was much more intimate and more impactful. And really, I dreamed of doing this in Africa with the big iconic African wildlife, but I could never call up those animals without risking my life. True. And so I created VitoCam, a remote control mm -hmm. buggy with my high quality camera just stuck on top, basically, on the mm -hmm. early version. And I could use that then to get my camera close to animals like lions and elephants without risking my life in the process. And that's how I managed to capture a lot of my favorite images, really, uh, using VitoCam to really make the viewer feel tiny in front of these magnificent animals. And I'm sure it saves you a lot of uh, trouble. And, and one thing, I, I've seen some of the pictures on your website. I love how the animal, animals get really curious. Yeah. Yes, they don't yes. know what's going on and they get real close. And yeah. that's like perfect for you as a photographer. Yeah. So when I first started using it, I was very much wanting this eye contact. And yeah, these the big predators particularly are so inquisitive and playful. They would come up to this little buggy and try and play with it. Um, and that was very much, for the first few years, how I used it photographing uh, lions, leopards, hyenas, African wild dogs. But then, that was more than 10 years ago I first started. And since then, I've tried to evolve how I use it. And so now, with my latest project, I was often leaving it motionless next to a waterhole and then trying to capture more intimate, candid moments where the animals didn't seem to be aware of the camera and just, it felt yeah. that you were, you know, just part of a herd, so to speak. And there's also the cam traption. Yeah. This is the this is the one that's stationary. Yeah, so the other thing I've done a lot of um, over the last seven years or so is camera trap photography. And that's where you've got a stationary camera with a sensor that detects when an animal walks past yeah. and automatically triggers it. And I can use that to photograph very shy, elusive animals and animals at night that I wouldn't be able to photograph with the beetle cam. All right, that sounds amazing. A photographer uh, slash advent uh, adventure. And uh, we'll be continuing this discussion after a short break, uh, talking all about your upcoming seminar. Stay tuned. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure 2019. Pulse 95 in the frame. In the frame. Live from Exposure, this is Aisha and Mazmi with Mikhail Atliya. Here we have with us is wildlife photographer Will Bird, Bird Lucas. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. That's fine. <laughs> so right before the break, we were talking about your beetle cam and your traption camera. So tell us, how do you pick your subjects? Of course, your animals, you're not, you cannot call up the animals and tell them, okay, please sit over here. I'm going to take a picture from this angle. So using these, your inventions, how do you pick out this location and these animals in particular? Yeah, so I guess every project, it starts in a different way. And so my latest project that I've completed, Land of Giants, um, it was very much a serendipitous moment where I was introduced to these conservationists in Savo, mm -hmm. in particular Richard Moller from the Savo Trust. And they were looking to shine a light on these incredible elephants that they were protecting. And what they wanted was something that they could show people uh, so that you know potential donors could see that these elephants were out there and it was not too late to save them. And so I got introduced to them and to cut a long story short, ended up spending the best part of two years working with the Savo Trust and Kenya Wildlife Service to put together a book 
you know, revealing these incredible elephants that they have in Savo. Mm -hmm. And now it's a case of uh, showing the world and hopefully raising awareness and support for Savo Trust's work. Mm -hmm. Actually, um, when I was walking down the photo gallery in, uh, and stepped into the land of giants, I also winded up stepping to the With Butterflies and Warriors yeah. by David Chancellor. And it's almost... It almost like continues the dialogue right after your work. Yeah. Uh, you depicting how precious it is to take care of these rare, you know, uh, a piece of a piece of the wildlife. Yeah. But then seeing how others have mistreated them, and seeing the the, the really almost horrendous images of, of the, the the elephants being poached for their ivory, and it, it was horrifying. But mm. part of it, when I went step back into your photo gallery. I saw that there was still that um, that sh that shred of hope yeah. that we need, and the and the message that you're trying to instill that we can we can preserve this, we can protect it, and it has to be protected. Exactly. There's so much still out there worth fighting for, and that's really what I was trying to convey with this work. Is just, you know, it's it's not too late. We can we can save these animals still. Yeah. It certainly was uh, for me, at least. It was emotional, yeah. Yeah. and I'm glad. Mm. I'm really happy that you you've come here to you know bring up a dialogue and then instill a message and you're you're really your work isn't done here because tomorrow you're going to have a seminar called the remote adventures yeah. it's going to be around 3:40, and it's for yeah. free for all visitors listeners mm -hmm. even here tuning in to check it out but could you give us just a quick heads up on what the seminar is going to be about yeah so this seminar it's going to be quite a fast-paced adventure really which chronicles from when i first started experimenting with perspective and beetle cam how I then developed my use of that to photograph animals at night under the starry skies and then how I then that led to my use of camera traps and my most recent camera trap project which was photographing for the first time in high definition a melanistic leopard, a black panther in Africa uh, which is just the most incredible exciting project I've ever worked on and then it ends by talking about my latest complete project Land of Giants and mm. how that started and just how special these elephants in Savo are. Can't wait to tune in to that. Yeah, Honestly, I, okay we need to ask this question and that is do you have a project that was that left an impact on you yeah. or that is very dear to your heart? Uh, yeah, usually the project that I'm working on at the moment you know, at the time is the project that I'm sort of living and that's the one that's all consuming. So mm. I've now finished Land of Giants and working on documenting this Black Panther in Kenya. And uh, for me, that animal is just the epitome of mystery and beauty. And so I'm really excited about that project. But this this Land of Giants project and the just to be humbled by the presence of these incredible elephants, that also has left a lasting impression. And I you know, now we'll continue to go back to Savo and follow the story of some of these elephants that I've got to know so well through the course of Land of Giants. Do you have any words for any aspiring wildlife photographers? Like, I'm gonna, I'm not a photographer, I don't know anything about photography, yeah. but I love my animals. Let's say that I want to take up wildlife photography, what would you tell me? I, you've just got to get started and really I think the best place to start is with a subject that you have access to. So that mm -hmm. might be a subject in your backyard or maybe it's somewhere you travel to often and there's a particular creature you want to focus on or ecosystem. And then really just telling the story of that subject because with that access and the time you can dedicate to it, you get to know it better. You start to think of interesting shots you could take. And, and if you work on it for a while, you can start to capture depth 
in your images and tell a story that hasn't been told before. Mm -hmm. And so focusing on something and just trying to photograph it from every angle, tell its story over the course of a year or more, and that that's how you can start to create a body of work that is unrivaled, that people haven't seen before, because you can focus on it more than anyone has before. Well, there you go. You guys can look forward to my upcoming photography project, because <laughs> I think I'll take it up. Honest, yeah. I've got my cat. I I'll, think that's a good uh, story I'll keep to start. My eyes in. open. For <laughs> we all got to start somewhere, but really, yes. Will, you are an inspiration, and the work you do instills a, a great message about preserving yes. the, the mother, just Mother Earth and, and, and all of its sick creatures. And mm -hmm. I, I urge everybody to go check out his photo gallery, Land of Giants. Mm -hmm. It really speaks for itself. And be sure to attend his seminar, Remote Adventures, tomorrow at 340, right here at The Exposure. Thank yes. you so much. It was great having you, Will, but we're going to be taking a short break and moving on to our next guest very soon. So stay tuned to Pulse95 Live from Exposure. This is Pulse in the Frame. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. This is Pulse95 with a story to tell.